Welcome to the For Your Thoughts podcast, where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. Y'all already know the vibes. Okay, um, it's Penny and Nasty. I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode with Jeff, God Plus Therapy. That episode really was healing for me, for real. Um, and my apologies for no episode last week. I had company over and I planned to do a solo update episode, but things took a turn very quickly. And I truly do appreciate people that hold me accountable when it comes to this because consistency is really everything when it comes to the growth of anything on the internet these days, especially a podcast. So keep getting on my ass, okay? But um, yeah, y'all, before we get into these updates, I want to let you guys know who our special guest is, our guest co-host for the day is my girl, my homegirl, Raven Alexis. And I do want to say that this chat is very much so different from my normal interviews because this is like my homegirl from back in Houston and it's not as interview-esque in a sense. It's more so we were we were really dead-ass catching up and stuff. And I definitely want to introduce you guys to her and her podcast. Um, we went to the same church, Awakenings Movement. Shout out to my Awakenings Movement fam and community. Shout out to Russell, who produced my jingle and also produces her podcast as well. Um, But yeah, me and Raven ran in similar circles in high school. You guys will hear the story. Um, More so associates until we really like met at church. And we are definitely have our own like friendship. And I'm so proud of her. Um, She is a writer, creator of the Positive Self-Top workshop and she like I said earlier just started her own podcast Ginger Tea so after this I want you guys to go and support her and all of the things and yeah guys let's get into these updates all right so let's get into these updates um I have one major update that we just got to get out the way now I don't think I'm gonna say it on social media or make like a big deal out of it or whatever but I will be working with the freaking UN, the United Nations, and I am just honestly elated. I really have no words for all the things that are going on, but I will be doing media consulting for them, and I've been looking for an opportunity that kind of coincides with me being able to still do the pod and me being able to still do what I'm doing and also getting ready for my PhD slash PsyD program. And this was the perfect opportunity. And also in a sense of I've worked in every space when it comes to media, music and entertainment. And one thing that I've always thought about was mental health globally, right? So this is giving me that access, giving me that um, that time and experience to be able to learn about all of those things on a broader scale, on a global scale, on a political scale, on a economic scale, on some other stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's so it's just like me. I'm so shocked. Um, I'm not going to let my imposter syndrome get the best of me because literally I know I can do this. I honestly haven't even felt nervous throughout anything and I'm just so excited about it I probably won't be talking about it like hella because mm, yeah no but I definitely want to tell you guys about that and I was allowed to tell you guys so that's why I'm doing it 
And I'm just very much so excited. And I just want to say, like, God is so good because it's everything that I didn't know that I wanted and needed in a in a in, in a new role. The flexibility and everything is just so perfect. And I'm just ready to start and can't wait to see what comes of it. I always, me and my dad always talked about what we're going to do when it comes to media and mental health in Africa. And like, this is a start. And it's like, I didn't think it would start with the UN. Excuse me? Like, what? But yeah. So your girl, my daddy keeps calling me a diplomat. And I'm just like, relax, please. But yeah, that's it for that. And um, another update, I think I've told you guys this before, but definitely in the next year or two, I thought it would be sooner, but I don't know. I definitely want to go back to school for my PsyD um, slash PhD. And so I will be getting more into that. So if you guys have any tips on fully funded programs and studying tips, because I have to take the GRE over again. Holla at Chaguala. I feel like I haven't updated you guys for real, for real on like things like this. So that's why I'm doing it. And I don't want to just have the interviews. I like both. I like a balance of like me updating y'all, but not letting y'all too much of my business. Because like I tell y'all all the time, hell no. But um, also the interview and like what you guys learn there. That's the main thing. But I still want you guys to know what's up with me. So yeah. Um... Also, with the podcast, I want to start making it no longer than 45 minutes. Let me know what y'all think about that. Um, So if I feel like anytime I interview someone, it's always more than an hour. So it's going to be like a part one, part two. Um, If y'all like that, let me know. If y'all are like, nah, we're cool with the long episodes. Let me know that too. Seriously, it's this is for you guys. So yeah, um, what else y'all? I done dropped Franny, y'all. I dropped her. I had put her outside for a cute little picture and just to get some more sun. And also, I, it was raining, and I know they sometimes need a good, like, shower. Uh, I'm tongue twisted as hell. A good shower situation, right? Um, and then when I brought her back in, my girl done fell out. I was like, oh, my God, I dropped my kid. Like, she's going to be not be okay. Um, but everyone said that she's going to be fine. I just had to dust her off, put the, you know, pat the soil back in and she's going to be straight. But I really was like, it was a wrap for her and y'all pray for my girl. I hope she's still thriving. Cause if you saw any of my posts, y'all know my girl is doing what she has to do. But yeah, y'all, um, outside of that, those are my little updates that I want to share for now. I've been having hella revelations as of lately. I'll probably share those later, um, maybe. But yeah, that's pretty much it for my updates. We're going to move on to change. And then, of course, we're going to do my two cents. And then we're going to get into this interview. But yeah, y'all. So um, before we get into change... I definitely want to tell you guys about my new watch. So my brother got a watch for his 30th birthday and I've been thinking about watches for a while. I'm just like, hmm, a watch would be cute. My wrist is so tiny. I just really hadn't like found a look that I really wanted and liked. But I was like, it's time to be a big girl and have a watch, right? So 
thanks to Movement, and that is spelled M-V-M-T dot com. I literally have the cutest watch, guys. Y'all, I'm going to post it um, sometime this week so you guys can see. But they have the cutest, most modern, chic actual gold watches and if you guys want one you know what to do you guys can go to my instagram i'll have a link up or you can use my code at purchase and my code is penny peace 15 p-e-n-n-i-e p-e-a-c-e 15 i will definitely link it below but y'all when i tell y'all my watch is cute like i'm all the way here for it i got a watch and i got these two gold bangles as well and yeah, I'm just like stepping up my little accessory game and stuff like that. I'm a simple girl, but you know what? I was like, I need this. Like this is a staple. This is a classic. And thanks to movement, I was able to do that. And the prices are amazing. The quality is amazing. Y'all will not be disappointed. Y'all already know. And time is of the essence. And is time even really real? Mm, we don't know, but nah, for real. Use my code. If you guys like the watch, I'll definitely post it. My code is PennyP15. And shout out to Movement for sponsoring this episode. And we're going to move on to change. First, I want to shout out Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts, who is now a New York Times bestselling author with her new book, Woman Evolve. I cannot wait to read the book. Um... Now that I finally have a little bit of time to myself and some free time, I'm definitely going to dive headfirst into that book. I'm so excited. Um, she's one of my favorite pastors and speakers, honestly. She's C.D. Jakes' daughter. Her story is just beyond relatable. She is a real person, and I just feel her on so many levels. And just as a woman, and so the messages just hit different. They just be hitting, okay? And I've read every book that she's had, and um, now she has Woman Evolve. It's about breaking up with your fears and revolutionizing your life. And that's what we all need to be doing, okay? So, um, yeah, I just want to shout her out in a sense because just I love when people can merge, like, and when people intersect and when people innovate and she is doing that as a woman, as a black woman who's a pastor, and then also as someone whose story is not your typical story. And she's like a living testament of like what, like all the things that we read in the Bible, she's like a living testament of it. And she's just cool as all hell as well. She's down to earth and, um, and it's not on no fake down to earth stuff. She's really, really is. And I was so um, intrigued by her being on literally some of my favorite podcasts and favorite shows. Like she did interviews on that for the book. So The Breakfast Club, Black Girl Podcast, The Real. Um, it was some other, another one as well. Just so many different platforms that reach other audiences who might not be the type to, you know, YouTube a sermon by T.D. Jakes or Sarah Jakes. And I just stand for her and just the whole situation. And um, that's why she gets change of the week because she really is out here reaching the people, changing life, going, changing lives, going in spaces that people wouldn't normally go in and with authenticity and not no BS. 
Okay, so shout out to Sarah Jakes Roberts. She gets change of the week. And we're going to move on to my two cents. Okay, for my two cents, um, I definitely wanted to acknowledge George Floyd and not the justice that was served, but the accountability, I guess, that was served um, with the cop who killed him. I don't even care to say his name because I don't care. And um, I'm glad that that happened. But in the same breath that that happened, it's like we took a, a sigh of relief and then we couldn't even finish our sigh and we had to hold our breath again because another young girl lost her life, was shot in the chest and I don't even, I don't even know what to say. Her name is Micaiah Bryant and for me, when I looked at her, it reminded me of all of the young girls that I worked with at the IME Foundation. When I looked at her TikTok videos and her the way that she moved, the way that she talked, and just everything, it just reminded me just of them. And I just kind of imagined them in this situation and how not far-fetched it is for the scenario of even just like her getting jumped and that whole thing happening. It's not far-fetched for that to happen. And it's like she called the cops for help and they shoot her because she had a knife. A little girl, bro, a little girl. I don't even know. I couldn't even finish watching the video because it's like, at this point, it's like trauma. Well, I think they're calling it trauma porn. That's what they're saying it's, the things are called these days. And it's just, I don't know. And also it's the fact that I feel numb and that scares me that I feel numb that I could move on a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's so freakishly weird and scary. And I just want everyone to make sure that they aren't, like I always say on all the other episodes, make sure your mental, your emotional and everything is straight during these times because seeing this over and over again is definitely traumatic. So take care of yourself, get off, get off your phone if you need to, just get off because it's really is, it really is a lot. It really is a lot. So um, I'm going to say their names again, George Floyd, Micaiah Bryant's praying for their families and everything and just hoping that and praying that and knowing that change will continue to kind of happen. It will. So that is my two cents. And we are going to move on to gold, which gold is our interview um, portion. I barely ever say that, but that's what it is. Gold. And yeah, guys, take care of yourself. And we're going to get into this interview with my girl, Raven. Welcome to the Four Your Thoughts podcast, where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. I'm here with my friend, Raven. Hey. Hey. Like, this is crazy. I'm like, I always know when she wants to have you on the podcast. Even before you started your podcast, I was like, it's going to hit me when I want that to happen. And it literally, mm-hmm. when you posted that cute-ass post with you and your mates. <laughs> <laughs> that post was so popular. I even told him, I was like, that post was a hit. <laughs> it was. And it'd be the one that you don't think going to be a hit is what's a hit. Yeah. 
it honestly, after I posted it, I was laying in bed and I post. I was like, okay, I'm gonna post it. And when I posted it, I got off. <laughs> yeah, just so you wouldn't have to see because I was like, oh my gosh, like oh I don't know. Gosh. We'll we'll get into we'll get into the post later. Um, yeah, so it's my homegirl. I feel like we have known each other for years, like been around in the same circles for years and stuff like that. Um, but it wasn't until we went to the same church together, it was in that same kind of community that we kind of you know built our own you know closeness in our own way, or whatever. That I truly do appreciate. Um, I feel like we come from the same like everything, you know. And what I why I picked you or why I wanted you on the podcast and what hit me was like this past two three weeks. I've been thinking about like growth in a sense of like you never stop growing and you never stop healing because for some reason sometimes we feel like even us is like okay I got to this point like I'm good now and then some shit will just hit you and you're like oh wait like I have so much further to go and mm-hmm. I hit that point like two weeks ago before you posted that and I just always like feel like you're somebody who outwardly shows that you're continuing to grow no matter like what it is which I appreciate because I couldn't do it like I couldn't be that vulnerable on the gram or whatever <laughs> So that's why I picked you is because it's like I see that you never quit and you just never stop evolving or healing no matter what that looks like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I that, appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, it's just like that's what the theme I think I want this for this podcast to be, um, this episode at least, and then, of course, all of the other things. But, um, yeah, so tell the people about yourself, and then we're going to get into our pen pal letters and then get into the podcast. Okay. Well, it's always weird when people ask ask you to talk about yourself. <laughs> um, I'm Raven. I am um, a mental and emotional wellness advocate, um, avid journaler, um, yoga teacher. I don't like teacher, but we'll use it for now because I don't have a better word. Right. But yoga teacher, um, and I practice yoga, obviously. Um, yeah, I'm a writer, creative, and mm-hmm. just all the things. You know, all the things. <laughs> yes. But but like your main but like where it all stems from is like emotional and like mental like wellness and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Definitely. Right? Yes. Yeah. And then host of Ginger Tea Podcast. I was like, why of all the teas, like why did you pick ginger? Because I drink it all the time. Right. Like that is the base. I always, I always and then like ginger is so easy to get, you know? And I literally just peel it, throw it in the water, boil it. So if I don't have anything else in my tea, it's always that because it's anti-inflammatory, good for the immune system. It has so many benefits in that like little ass. Yeah. So sometimes it like provides so many benefits. And that's kind of what I want the podcast to do too in a subtle way like that. So it just just made Like without even knowing it's giving you all that you need. Exactly. I got my ginger. Exactly. My favorite ginger tea is this like ginger peach and turmeric. I don't know if they can see it. Probably. Saw not. you post that, but that looks so no, good. It, delicious. It tastes so good. I was like, dang, this tastes amazing. Like without even, I have no honey in here, no lemon, like just it by itself. And it tastes so good. So I was like, let me okay. bring it from a girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's get into the Lister letter. This is real easy. It's actually about vaccinations, and it's perfect because I was talking about that earlier anyway. And for we can both answer it. And the person was like, are you going to get vaccinated? Why or why not? So do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting vaccinated. And um, 
because I'm not ready. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I ever, it's not ever in my plan to get vaccinated, to be quite honest. And um, yeah, something in my body is just telling me no. And so right. I'm just moving with that. Mm-hmm. It's really, yeah. that. my answer is really simple. Like, it's like other layers to that answer, but that's the like. The simple thing. answer. Have you gotten COVID? If you don't mind sharing, you don't have to share, but have you gotten mm-hmm. No, I haven't. Yeah. I really feel like people who haven't gotten it are like kind of bionic in a sense. I'm like, what's going on? Because I overload on my little, my I OD on my little regimen. Like, I, yeah. I drink key lime water every day. I take elderberry syrup. I drink that damn tea all the time. I take all these different kind of supplements. Not to say that anybody else that is doing that and has gotten it is any different right. than me. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I think about that too sometimes. I'll be like, damn. Mm-hmm. Why haven't I got it? But then I also don't let myself entertain the thought because I feel like the mind, my mind, you. <laughs> it'll make it to my network. Yeah, it's like I think I take all the supplements for like everything else. Like I take a lot of like cognitive supplements. I take a lot of like stuff like that, but never for like I guess immunity. And mm-hmm. I need to because I really am prone to stuff like that. Like I don't know why my immune system be kind of like mm. so. Mm-hmm. I just started to do like the elderberries and the stuff like that or whatever. So that makes sense though. Cause I really wasn't taking things for immunity. Yeah. Like that. Other than like my, you know, the everyday like woman's wellness situation. Yeah. Which I still need to do that too. I need to take more of those type of supplements and more like, I don't take a multivitamin or stuff like that. I don't take that. I you take don't take any like cognitive stuff. Mm-mm, yeah. I don't. So I, I need that. to do that. Cognitive we got to we got to switch exchange my list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not for real. Um, for me, when it comes to vaccination, like I really was like not bad at all. I was like, I'm gonna wait like a year or so, and then um, especially when the Moderna one was out, but when the Pfizer one came out, I started to see like less, you know, weirdness around it. I was like, okay. I definitely want to travel. I want to like do stuff and I want people to feel comfortable around me. And then also knowing me and that I got sick before already. It's like, I don't want that happening again. It was like a huge like setback. It took me like a month for it to get out of my body and stuff. So I was like, it'd probably be best for me just to get um, vaccinated. Um, And it's not like I'm like 100% like trusting of it still, although I got it. It's just like, I just think for me it's best, but honestly to each its own. Because, like, yeah. some people are totally fine. Like, no one's got, they haven't gotten it. And it's just like, I mean. Yeah, really yeah. to each its own. That's really the basis of it. You know, you listen to your body and you do what you feel is best. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay, well, we can get into the pod now. Um, so, my questions are, like, they're all over the place. So, we just going to go for it. Okay. <laughs> so, it's just, like, my mind is that way, too, right now. So, I guess my first thing would be like, what brought you to this work? Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, wait, actually, mm-hmm. let's take it even further back. Because I remember back in the day, like, I recall, like, high school, I want to say, you would send mm-hmm. all of us Bible yes. <laughs> And I appreciated them. My friend Aaron does, does the same thing or did the same thing. But I, first of all, I want to ask, how many of us got them hoes? <laughs> Look, you know what? Oh, that's so, that is bringing back so many memories because I used to do that shit. I used to OD and like, I'm not going to say that anymore. I used to send those out to just like everybody in my contact. Honestly, yeah. Because I mean, 
I don't know. I feel like I didn't really have the language back then, but I've always been this way. I've always been like a a positive person and wanting to kind of like spread that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like I can date it back to when I was younger. I've, I've just always been this way, just like mm-hmm. wanting to help and kind of like... Um, I want to say intuitive. And the only reason why I'm like hesitant to say intuitive is because like a slight bit of imposter syndrome, but I was intuitive back then. Mm-hmm. And I knew that like, there was something in me that knew that other people needed this type of, and then those stuff that I was sending y'all, it would hit me so hard. that I would be like, mm-hmm. somebody, I can't be the only one that hears this. Like mm-hmm. somebody else has to hear this, especially after, and this is moving towards college after um, what happened with Ashley Duncan, that really, really, really made me want to like, I don't know, just do what I could to make sure that people were okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, do you think it's like, because I know for me, I've definitely been that person too. But then like through therapy, I sometimes find out that a slight bit of it was like people pleasing in a sense also, like a little part of it was kind of like for me to, you know what I'm saying? Like, did you ever feel that way? Yes, I am currently a recovering people pleaser. <laughs> like for real, I I don't like when people are mad at me, or I don't like um, not being able to control the narrative that people have about me. You know, right, like if right. they don't have a full story and or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. so I do think a lot of it was like like that too, wanting to be accepted, wanting to people wanting people to like me wanting to make sure that you know I was in good standing with everybody I don't think that was the root of it but that no, yeah for sure no I, I think that too like when I just like look back on like all those days it's like I do love people and I still really do love people I'm not sure what why or what and I just want the best for everyone and I truly want to understand everyone and I want other people to understand everyone just so we can Get it all get paid. All get it together, whatever. Um, but I do recall it being sometimes being like, oh, I want people to like me, but I'm not sure what that reason was. I still don't know. It's just like I just don't like people to like not know. I guess like like what you're saying, like not who I really am, because I because I, I really truly feel like I'm not a bad person or whatever. Okay. You know, so you just yeah. never want that narrative to be the thing. So I totally get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just don't mm-hmm. want people to, you know, you just want to be, a, it's really about control. Yeah, but we can't control that. Control. You can't. And I keep, it's been like ringing up for me lately if I'm on Instagram. I always come across something that was like, everybody not going to like you. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Everybody yeah. not going to like me. But also I'm like, why? I don't like, why not? I'm, I'm the best. Like, how dare? I'm cool. <laughs> but everybody's not gonna like you, you like you're everyone's cup of tea like everyone's like pers- you know journeys like you yeah. know everything, everyone views things so differently yeah it took me a while to, to realize that and then I was just only hurting myself when I would like try to not even I would yes. never try to have anyone like me because I really also didn't give a fuck but it's like it was more so in a sense that like I just would walk away from anything that was not like loving me that you know makes any sense or make it like like they are a bad person or a bad thing but that's yeah never the case so that brings me to questions like okay so like who were you and what brought you to who you are today 
who was I? Um, you know, I always reference my like uh, relationship before the one I'm in now and the one before that. Again, I was just somebody that just, I don't know. I, felt I don't like think I remember the one before that one. If I refresh your memory, you will. Okay, okay. <laughs> but, you know, like, I just felt like I just, I don't know. I just wanted people to like me. I wanted, I wanted to be accepted. And as nice as I was and as, you know, I'm still friends with my friends from, like, pre-K you know and so even still having those like deep friendships and connections I just wanted to be accepted especially when I got to Lamar I never I went to a private I went to a charter school from pre-K all the way up to eighth grade so when I got to Lamar that was like a whole new world for me you know like that whole scene was like Baldwin like Lamar Westside all it was like a reality. Lamar Westside, Belair, Belair, that little triangle. I'm like, ooh, who is that? Like, ooh, I want them to like me. Ooh, you know? So I think who I was was some, when I, I know when I was younger, I was somebody who was like sure myself, sure who I was. And, you know, as life happens, you start to question and you start to compare. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just feel like I just, wanted to be liked and wanted to be accepted and I was willing to like neglect the stuff that I needed for myself I was willing to like say yes to things and not mm-hmm. and ignore my like inner knowing to please people and getting older this the other relationship that I was in that really showed that was like a low 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 place and that even though it was so low it showed me what I'm capable of, good and bad. Yeah. And it showed me like all the stuff that I really was like, that I really was doing and wasn't doing. Like I was really, <laughs> girl, you know, I was struggling. I was struggling. Like I literally felt like there was like a dark cloud over me all the time. And right. it just was, I just, I didn't even know myself. I didn't, in that moment, I didn't know myself. Right. Um, I just was, yeah and it but it took that though you know it took that for me to like I mean I don't I don't I appreciate whoever I had to be to like get through that because now I mean some of the lessons I learned then I'm still learning them I just have like more awareness now so now I'm much more aware I'm much more patient um one thing I've um one thing I've been practicing is like self-advocacy and like speaking up for myself and mm-hmm. I'm getting really good at that now. I'm getting really good. How's it going? Good. It's going really well. <laughs> I be nervous like the other day. <laughs> the other day. <laughs> Not the other day, but a couple weeks ago, my boyfriend was here and he said something. And it's funny because what he said, he he says stuff like that all the time and it'd be irritating me, but I never say anything because I don't know the right way to say it. Right. But I'm always worried because I'm like, damn, am I just not going to say nothing and be irritated all the yeah, time? Yeah, but you also want to be naggy because you know he's great, but it's right. just like, thing that I just want to... Yeah, because I got to make sure that I'm honoring myself, you know? For real. So I said something and I was like, I feel like you always challenging me. And he was like, you know what? You're right. And I, I say I know all the time. And I'm trying to take that out of my vocabulary. So thank you for pointing that out. I was like, you know, Matt? He was like, no. I was like, okay. Like, this is great. You know, like, 
So, and, and that's more so like you challenging him too, you know, like which is what to think he's about his what he's doing. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So. No, I've been like doing that with like not just even like you know boys or whatever, but with like my friends, my family, like or whatever. But I've also like we just came to this. Me and my friends actually this weekend came to this conclusion. It's like now that I'm like advocating and speaking up, and although I've always been a boisterous person or whatever, like now it's even more and I'm just like way more confident or whatever um so it's my delivery you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like my yes. dad, I come from an African household so the shit just it just comes out like and it's just like it could sound very like abrasive it could sound very like harsh especially if I'm drunk it'll sound even worse so it's just like um yes. I guess say it nicely or <laughs> like say it in a sweet way like like this is an example for Easter girl I had an Easter situation and like we were supposed to watch church like that's the point we're watching church and then we're having fun okay so and I'm like really gung-ho about that because I love Easter I just love spring and that refresh and that like it's it's a spiritual thing for me and I wanted to bring people into that or if they wanted to and it was an invite for people who I know would want to or whatever the case may be so we're like watching her and stuff like that. Of course, the, the mimosas already started. Things started flowing and people are like in the kitchen and moving around, which is totally fine because it's a, like you can be wherever you want. But they were being like loud as wow. hell. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, y'all, this is about 45 minutes. Y'all know what y'all were coming for unless you really would just come in to turn up and be cute and shit. It's like, that's not what this space was for in a sense. Yeah. So I just was like, I just, it just came out and I just was like, Sorry, y'all, I'm not trying to be a B-I-T-T-H, but y'all need to be quiet, you know? And it just, and I was like, okay. But then some people, like, respected it. So it's just really just figuring out how to think. And then that's just going back to that whole piece of, like, you know, you can, like, you know, try to perfect your delivery as much as you can, but everybody is not going to like it. And you just have to be okay with it. You just, right. you just. Because, like, one person came up to me after and was like, I seriously respect you for, like, doing that. And they were like, I couldn't have, I could never. And then they were like, you're a bad bitch for that. I'm like, yeah. But some people were like, oh, it was a bit harsh and whatever. But if a man would have said it, I'm sure it would have been way different to you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a whole. A whole nother yeah. rabbit hole for real. Because okay. we are like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like back to okay, back to the story. So you're learning more about self advocacy, and we're talking about who yeah. you were and who you are, and you were just talking about like the last relationship, so we can like continue though. Yeah, yeah. So now, now, um, I mean, I guess I'm mu- I'm much different than who I was before, but I'm still kind of the same because I've always been me at the core you know <laughs> it's just that life happens and you know your perspective shifts so maybe that's what's the most different about me is my perspective and my capacity for understanding things so now I just yeah I'm just way more self-aware um mm-hmm. way more understanding or at least I try to be and I just, I I know myself now. I'm more confident in who I am and what I have to offer now. Mm-hmm. Where before, I kind of just was like deep into comparison. And I still experience that now. But before, it was like, dang, like, 
if I'm not doing what this person is doing, then like nobody sees me, nobody notices me, and just mm-hmm. trying to be in mix in mixes that I didn't even fit into. Exactly. You know? I know that's what you mean. Oh. And now that's I don't mean. really need for that. You know, like now you have at peace with like your own lane. Yes, yes, yes. I feel at peace with my own lane. I know exactly what it is that I'm supposed to be doing in the world for mm-hmm. sure. So how did you land? Like, why is like? Because, of course, some of us all want to grow and heal, but for, like, me and you, like, we chose it kind of, like, as work, you know, and others. So why does, like, this type of work hit home for you? Like, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, what made you like, okay, this is, this is something that I'm actually, like, good at and what people trust me with. And then, like, also, how does it even help heal you? I'm sure it does. A lot of the stuff that I share, like, is a revelation to me first before I get it out to other people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it's just it's kind of something I can't even really explain. Like I just yeah. know that I've been called to do this work. Like I've always been this type of person, but just especially in adulthood, I'm seeing how, you know, how mental health is like important. Like I've had a lot of people come to me especially in college I had a couple friends who would come to me like for advice and that and you know what that's probably how it started people have been asking me for advice for forever but I don't even know what they saw in me first honestly I've been giving advice for a really long time and that advice always came from a place of personal experience first so that's really what it is just what I've been experiencing in life and then people can see that Mm -hmm. and they ask me for advice but there are a couple of people in college who they had like, you know, some things that they were experiencing that were a little bit harsher than um, I had ever experienced. And mm-hmm. I feel like I, I could help them, but I didn't really know how. And then when I was in college, I feel like I experienced like severe anxiety for the first time. Like I was not getting any sleep. What do you call that? What, when like your sleep, but you, but you feel like something is like on you. Oh, is, um, is it paralysis or paralysis? Or what paralysis. Is, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it, it would be, I don't know if I was actually asleep or if I was dreaming or if I was awake. Like yeah. I try to scream and nothing would come out. Like it was all that stuff. I was not getting any sleep, but I was so tired. And that was the first time I went to a therapist because I didn't even know we had free therapy in college. And I went to, to her. And I would just go in that office and just cry for the whole 50 minutes sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was in that moment where I was just like, okay, this is a thing. You know, like this wasn't the language that no nobody nobody was saying this. Nobody is talking about mm-hmm. mental health and anxiety and depression and emotional awareness. Like nobody is talking about that. And right now I'm struggling. And it's crazier, like even it's just people who you never think would let you know that like it's a lot of people because I had paralysis in college too and I know a lot of friends who did as well because college is stressful and it's a lot going on and that anxiety can like make you really have that and so it's just like people you just never know but it's very important like yes it's so important and I remember even telling my mom I didn't even tell my mom that I was actually going to therapy until like when I was about to graduate and when I told her it she was like why you know and that's usually the response in like black families because it's so stigmatized to go to a therapist because we've just been conditioned to like sweep shit under the rug or call it something else you know it's not depression it's it's a bad dream it's like yeah it's a bad dream or 
laziness or you know like stuff like that and so mm-hmm. I don't know when I had my when I had that experience it really just let me know it just I was already in a space of like wanting to help people but that just struck something in me now, I've always expressed myself through writing mm-hmm. and journaling before even like posting journaling workshops and stuff so like the more and more I had my own experiences with it the more I was like yeah I can't be the only right. one I cannot be the only one who needs this so talk more about like the journaling workshops. I was going to ask you like what techniques you like, you know, learn from therapy or if you're still in there, like what, you know, has helped you manage that anxiety and depression. So I think it's more so of a managing thing than a it's going to go away type of thing. Right. Yeah. So like that and then also go into your workshops and journaling extensively as much as you want to go into it. Because that's yeah. like my top. T- I'll be hitting you up like give me some prompts. <laughs> like, yes. It so, really helps. I- Positive self-talk started off as like a blog and I always tell this story it started off like a blog I just was like I'm I need something to I need an outlet you know I love writing but I I want and I'm seeing I'm in college and I'm seeing all these creatives and people like do all this stuff and I'm like okay what can I do let me start a blog it started off as a blog but I remember talking to one of my friends and this was in 2016 I'm talking to her and she's telling me about like her business and all the stuff that she doesn't have. Like she's like, Oh, I need this. I need this. And being so hard on on herself. But in the meantime, she's like, well, yeah, I already got my t-shirts printed and I'm already going to set up at this pop-up and I already got my DBA. And I'm like, what's the DBA? Like you have everything that most people don't, but yet we harp so much on like the stuff we don't have. We do that all the time. And we're so hard on ourselves about not being where we want to be supposedly. Mm -hmm. So that just, that just let me know that we just are so hard on ourselves. So on the blog, I started like sharing tips about, you know, how to talk more positively to yourself, how to keep a good mindset and all that. Yeah. But then when I started going to awakenings and I just mm-hmm. have never been in a community filled with so oh many like Changed my life. Changed my life. They are still changing my life. Like oh my gosh, you know, they saw something in me that I didn't see, you know, they, they challenged me to like take positive self-talk a step further. And so I was like, one day I was just like, I'm gonna have a journal workshop. And to be honest with you, I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, I'm gonna just reach out to this yoga studio, see if I can have there i'm gonna sell these tickets for seven dollars because i'm like yeah that's a good price seven dollars and i'm you know like just for just off the strength of like i know that i have a journal that i write in every day mm-hmm. and i'm gonna share those tips with everybody else because i feel like we, it's really about like us holding ourselves accountable but in like a graceful way like a nice way not like oh my gosh, you need to get your shit together. You're not doing this. You know, right. like, how we feel like we're going to get stuff done if we're, like, really mean to ourselves. Yes. And then you know, doing this stuff isn't even funny anymore because it's like you're just beating yourself up. Yes. And then you set these standards so when you don't do it, then you feel like a failure. Exactly. You feel like you, you know, so. I feel like journaling is also good for reflecting because sometimes we really forget, like, how far we've come or how far God has brought us. Sometimes you'd be like, wait a second, I was there, now I'm here. And I can continue to go if I, you know, but we do beat our, I'm, I do that all the time. So really. Yes. And I, 
that's the that's one of the main reasons why I advocate for journaling. So, like I said, I've been journaling for forever, but it wasn't until I started hosting these workshops that I saw that I have really been leaning on journaling as a tool mm-hmm. for my healing for a really long time mm-hmm. before I again even had that language. But I always say, like journaling, you know, we can read all the self help books we want to, we can listen to all the podcasts we want to we can burn out sage we want to drink out that's me like i will (laughs) burn sage sleep with crystals under my pillow burn some incense i'll do all of that but like we have this like innate knowing inside of us that we really don't give too much credit to Mm -hmm. when you go back in your journal and you reflect like this is this is a self-help book a life guide that you wrote yourself literally let this come in cycles so there could be a time where you're experiencing something and you can go back in your journal and recall a similar time and like be like okay I let me see how I did this this time maybe it worked Mm -hmm. maybe no like you just have this reference book that's just filled with your life experience right by all the books in the world what's so crazy is how quickly the mind will forget something or like trigger you to go down this like path of like you know nothingness or self and it's just like so easy because like you said you can burn your sage you can listen to your sermon you can do all this then you hit the real world and it's just like boop and it's just like it can all go away but having that journal every morning to practice go back just to keep that on your mind like it's like work it's exercise yes it's it I was listening to this other podcast the other day and her name is Yasmin Cheyenne and she said something that really stuck out to me Mm -hmm. talking about your intuition she was like it's a muscle you know so it's practice it's like anything else especially if you've experienced anxiety and depression that shit messes with your memory your mood your mental so you really got to practice you got to keep you got to write these affirmations that you believe in you got to write them down every day you got to say them every day you got to write in your journal every day it's work it's work to like unlearn and uncondition like people think it's like real frou-frou when people you know talk about these things but it's like no it's like dead ass (laughs) you know People just, okay, it's it's right your affirmation, say these things, but when you really do it, maybe it might not look like what it looked like to the girl you're looking at on Instagram. It it looks different for everyone. Like, the way I journal probably looks different. Everyone should look differently, and don't try to make yours look like someone else's. Like, find what flow works for you to make sure that you're honestly just reflecting and being aware of what's going on. Because if you're aware, you're not going to let yourself do no more, like, messy stuff because you are gonna your be like, body won't let you your like, body won't like, let you. i know that <laughs> like for real and you have those moments and you just be like okay and even if you still do it you'd be like yeah. i know i shouldn't have done that like all right okay. i know I, I know i shouldn't have done that you know but mm-hmm. then that's where like self-forgiveness comes in because it's like okay i know that i knew better than that but i mean i'm also human you know like just right. that grace like instead of instead of saying damn why did i do that i'm so trash i'm so busy it's like no okay I did that. I know I could have made a better decision. What's done is done. I forgive myself mm-hmm. and move forward. And that's easier said than done. But, you know, we be all on, for me, I be all on social media and, you know, comparing and thinking that, because it's so trendy now. So mm-hmm. we think that it's supposed to be like, um, you know, drinking your tea. I know exactly. But it's not just that. It's you really know, not. like it's, some, it's messy. It really is. And I'd be like, I'd be saying a smoothie a day keeps the fuck boys away because that's what it is. And it's not going to be does. no fruit, fruit like 
flowers and shit. Like there might be a flower one day, but today it's not. It's this is what that really flowers is. today. Yeah, that's what like, I was talking about earlier. Riding that wave, you know, no, for real. It's gonna look good, and some days it's gonna look a mess. But it doesn't Seriously. mean it doesn't say anything about you whether it looks however it looks on any day. It kind of reminds me of, on the last podcast I had a counselor who's also like. A deacon and just really into which is so amazing by the way i meant to tell you i love 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 that episode yeah oh i was kind of nervous because you know how religion is for people like mm-hmm. you know what i mean i'm gonna put the clips out yeah. on instagram this week but yay thank you it was you crying at the end that really you know you know I mean, <laughs> you love that oh this is good <laughs> He had me, especially with the grief thing, which we'll get into. Like, it, he had me. I was like, wow. And I just felt so good after that convo. After every, this stuff just, like, it re-energizes me in a different way. But what he said was, like, kind of in comparison, it's like, we make, like, Christ too big. And we make these things, like, too much of a thing. Like, these, you know, journaling or exercises or whatever. Like, uh, like so for other people, it's just, like, being such like like I said like a frou frou thing, but it's just really simple. It's just a practice, to exercise, and I think through the work that we both do, we can advocate for it to be like going to work out at the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. advocate. So okay, so so positive self talk. When is your next workshop? This last one that I had, uh, I think I, I had it in March. It was the first one that I've had in person since all this happened the last one I had was 2019 Um, so amazing it was amazing so I incorporated this black owned company called Lone Essence and they usually on their candles they have um they have already written their affirmations on the candles yeah a little stuff like just you know black owned speaking directly to the black community so I was like well I want to like make a blank label to put on there so that we can like write our own affirmations and then burn the candle and kind of let that affirmation just, you know, infuse the room. So yeah, we had like a collective Reiki session. We had some really good food. We had good music. We meditated and it's so crazy because like I was having kind of a shitty day that day. It was a lot. But then when I got in there, I told them that too. I was like, y'all today was like, not what I hoped it would be, but now I'm here and I'm feeling y'all's energy and like mm-hmm. uh, I can't wait for the next one. It was beautiful. Um, I guess like my one of my questions. I was like, how has like this work helped heal you? Yeah, I think you can answer, but yeah, like it has helped me. Um, it's helped me to know that um, it's pushed me more into community healing. In that, I know that like I don't have to do things alone. I know that I don't have to like experience things alone. So it is really helping me. Like I, what you said about me being vulnerable on social media, like I get that all the time when people say like, I don't know how you do it. And for me, it just comes so naturally because mm-hmm. it, it helps me to share. Yeah. Um, not that I just tell all my business on there, yeah, but it helps me to be transparent mm-hmm. um, about what I'm experiencing. Um, to know that like I'm not in this alone um, and it helps me to just go inward you know to like check myself on things to like be okay with like changing my perspective about something like if I learn something it helps me it's been helping me a lot to not take things so personally because I oh my god 
That's another. Everything. I will take every little thing so personally. So just being in the room. Like from other people? Like just like, or just period? Yeah. Like yeah. In, your, in your immediate atmosphere on socials? Like, period. Okay. Period. Every, I'm, I'm super sensitive. And I right. just think that was like, you know, that that made me like weak and feeble and all that but now I know there's like power in sensitivity but I am very very sensitive very very empathetic you know so like learning how to separate other people's stuff from my stuff that's that has been helping me a lot like to just you know be there for people but to not take it home with me um and yeah just being in community with people helps me to learn more about the stuff that I need like I wasn't like a crystals person but now i'm that girl i carry them around in my yeah i need to get my crystals i haven't done that yet i carry them around all the time um just like learning new things from like different people like in learning new things from different people and just learning um about me and what i'm capable of you know i really um will sleep on myself so being in it's so many and it's so many different ways to heal you know it's not just like you know eating right working out and all that stuff it's like being okay with being wrong you know or being misinformed like being honest with yourself being open and vulnerable like not giving people all the access to you but like putting yourself out there and staying open keeping Mm -hmm. an open mind because, like, what you don't know, it's, like, ignorance. If you don't, and, like, if you don't know, you just don't know, and you, it's, yeah. right. But but having, like, different people from different walks of life around, you learn so much. You can elevate also, because, like, you know, that that's good. That's really good. Yes. And people pour into me, too. And they be telling, they be saying stuff that they didn't even know that I needed sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's because I have made myself available to this kind of work and I have left myself open to receive stuff like that you know so yeah it's so many ways that it's healing me but really just the fact that I have a vision to do this I'm so grateful and that I have the like passion to keep going mm-hmm. that's the that's the best part about it um okay let's get into your budo that's what I've been waiting for <laughs> Okay, I found, so this, I was like, let me go find, I have it right here. Last week, I want to say, Raven posted her and her little boo, and this, this first two, I'll just read that part. He, she said, he never lets me forget that I belong to myself, that he is not entitled to me or my energy, that I'm enough all by myself, and that just makes me want to give him everything. And I just was like... <laughs> Yes, and not even in the sense for, like, me wanting that, but, of course, I do want that. But I was like, dang, like, am I giving that to my people or my person? You know what I'm saying? Like, am I doing that for them or whatever? Um, So, like, expound on that and just the whole story. Wherever you want to take it, we can take it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, I – and I really do hate – so I don't hate it, but, like, I be really trying to, like, leave the past in the past it's a part of your story it's a part of my story and it's a part of the reason why I'm able to like be in this relationship the way that I'm in it you know like Mm -hmm. I did not and I don't want to talk about my last relationship like like it was just a victim type of thing you know I just 
I wasn't I wasn't as strong as I am now. I wasn't as aware, you know, I wasn't as confident. So I let things slide. I settled. Mm-hmm. I did not speak up for myself. I said things that were harmful. I contributed to so many things. And mm-hmm. so I need that. I love that, that you acknowledge that, like your contribution to it. Because yeah. it's, it's two people doing the same thing. Well, you know, in a sense, like yeah. something in you allowed that to happen. And exactly. then first. I agree. Like That's how I feel about my past as well. All right, y'all. Like I said, we are going to do part one and part two of these interviews. I know it's getting kind of juicy. And the next part of the interview, we're talking about relationships, healthy ones, communication from like a little girl talk standpoint. Um, And yeah, so stay tuned next week. And I definitely want to leave you guys with, oh, wait, before I do that, I know my audio has been all over the place. I moved and I'm trying to figure out what's the best room, what's the best space, what's the best situation for the audio. So bear with your girl until we can be safely in studios and stuff like that. We're figuring it out. Okay. But yeah, I do want to leave you guys with peace of mind segment at the end of every episode like I used to do. And what's been bringing me peace of mind for the past two years, I'm not sure if I've mentioned this, is my diffuser and my essential oils. Um, Every morning, I put water in my diffuser and put like a focus blend in it. It'll have like mint, some type of essential oils that, you know, bring about focus. And then at night, I'll do like a stress relieving or a purifying type of situation, maybe lavender, just to relax and set that mood and set that tone. And at first I thought aromatherapy was BS, but it's really not. If you've ever gotten a massage, you know that it's just like that atmosphere, the oils really do something to your mind, to your brain. Um, even if you have a headache and you're more of a natural person, you can put peppermint, peppermint oil on your temples. It helps cure irritable bowel syndrome. Lemons are like mood boosters. So that's also found in a lot of essential oils. So yeah, y'all, I just want to shout out my essential oils. I don't have a specific brand yet, but we will soon that I will talk about. And um, also like a diffuser. I'm not sure what my brand is, but you can literally go to Marshall's Girl or Boy because it's my guys are here too um, and get you like a little diffuser. They're super cheap, um, and it just sets the tone. It sets, like, a nice little mood. It's like a candle, but different, you know? So have your candles, have your essential oils. I love my roll-on lavender as well. I love putting on lavender. It's just, like, really does relax me. I'll mix it with, like, whatever lotion I'm using or whatever coconut oil. But, yeah, that's peace of mind for the week, and thank you guys for listening to the pod. Wow, my phone really is doing this whatever. Thank you guys for listening to the pod. Be sure to like and subscribe on the YouTube channel. Keep sharing, keep listening, keep loving on me. Um, I love y'all so much. Stay tuned for next week. I got a blast.